Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 10, Oppression of Philistines and Ammonites. Now after Abimelech died, Tola, the son of Pua and son of Dodo, a man of Issachar, arose to save Israel, and he lived in Shamir in the hill country of Ephraim. He judged Israel 23 years. Then he died and was buried in Shamir. After him, Jair, the Gileadite, arose and judged Israel 22 years. He had 30 sons who rode on 30 donkeys, and they had 30 cities in the land of Gilead that are called Havoth-Jair to this day. And Jair died and was buried in Camon. Then the sons of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord, served the Baals and the Asheroth, the gods of Aram, the gods of Sidon, the gods of Moab, the gods of the sons of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines. Thus they forsook the Lord and did not serve him. The anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he sold them into the hands of the Philistines and into the hands of the sons of Ammon. They afflicted and crushed the sons of Israel that year. For eighteen years they afflicted all the sons of Israel who were beyond the Jordan in Gilead in the land of the Amorites. The sons of Ammon crossed the Jordan to fight also against Judah, Benjamin, and the house of Ephraim, so that Israel was greatly distressed. Then the sons of Israel cried out to the Lord, saying, We have sinned against you, for indeed we have forsaken our God and served the Baals. The Lord said to the sons of Israel, Did I not deliver you from the Egyptians, the Amorites, the sons of Ammon, and the Philistines? Also, when the Sidonians and the Amalekites and the Moanites oppressed you, you cried out to me, and I delivered you from their hands. Yet you have forsaken me and served other gods. Therefore, I will no longer deliver you. 
Go and cry out to the gods which you have chosen. Let them deliver you in the time of your distress. The sons of Israel said to the Lord, We have sinned. Do to us whatever seems good to you. Only please deliver us this day. So they put away the foreign gods from among them and served the Lord. And he could bear the misery of Israel no longer. Then the sons of Ammon were summoned and they camped in Gilead. And the sons of Israel gathered together and camped in Mizpah. The people, the leaders of Gilead, said to one another, Who is the man who will begin to fight against the sons of Ammon? He shall become head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. Here in Judges 10, you can see the Israel is actually going through the same cycle that just happens over and over again to where, um, you know, they're doing well, everything's fine, and then all of a sudden they start turning. They start just kind of turning their face from God and living the way they want to live and and then uh, falling into idolatry and praying to other gods and other traditions and etc., etc. Well, God gave them warning. He gave them warning. He gave them actual... This is a guide as to how you should live to avoid having these things happen. God said not to mix. He said that each to their own kind, not meaning ethnicity, not meaning race. That is not what it says. It says each to their own kind, meaning faith. Faith. If someone is a follower of Jesus, they should not be... Um, basically having making a commitment to and uh, and uh, becoming into covenant with someone who is not a follower of Jesus because that causes problems that brings in so many different issues that um, over time it, it's gonna do some damage to any j just the family from there on out um, so here you can see that they're, they're falling again. They're falling into that that um, cycle of they're doing things evil. They were serving the Baals and the Asherah. They were, they were just praying to false gods. And it, of course, every time they did that, it made God angry. But then he turns around and he said, Okay, I will forgive you. However, and they know this. At first he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to completely just wipe out. And they go, wait, wait, wait. No, please help us. Don't forsake us. Help us with our enemies. Please. And they, they try to, they're asking for forgiveness. They're repenting of their, their uh, mistakes. And God said that he'll forgive them, but that doesn't mean that there's not going to be consequences. That's something we forget often. God has given us also a guide. He's given us his statutes. He's given us his testimonies. He's given us advising and saying, this is how you should live. And we still say, yeah, but I want to do it my way. And so we start intermingling with people who aren't believing as we believe. We start um, living amongst people you know, having close relationship with people, becoming friends with people that do not follow God. And then it's, it's like, it's a shock to us that all of a sudden we're tempted or we're pulled away or we're living some way that we're not supposed to be living. In fact, it's said that in, uh, 
in the in I think First Peter is where it says that this is how you should live. And talking about how you should maintain your sober mind. You should always be ready to defend. But he's saying, if you don't do these things, like husbands, if you don't honor your wives, then you're taking the power out of your prayer. Your prayer is not going to be as effective. And he says flat out, if you follow me, I'm going to, if you have your eyes on me, if you look at me, man, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to bless you. But if you choose to do all these other evil things, well, then you are choosing to have me as an opponent. You turn your face from me and now I can't. I, I can't do things other than oppose you. So you don't want God to oppose you. We don't want God to... Um, but we, I mean, we really don't want to face the consequences that we truly deserve or we'd be nailed to a cross. But he gave us a way. He gave us an answer. He said, you, he understands that we're not perfect. But when we mess up, we repent. We ask for forgiveness. But we also need to understand there may still be consequences. And we should accept those. So, Father, thank you that you do forgive. Thank you that you've given us a way. And thank you that you're always faithful. And you will never, never forsake us. And I'm... I'm so sorry that we've forsaken you, that there's many times that we haven't. You've given us clear instructions and we've failed to follow them. And so, Father, I just pray that you could give us the courage to continue to press in, that um, we could live our lives diligently pursuing you, pursuing uh, righteousness and goodness and fleeing from lustful, sinful things. Father, I just pray that um, as we repent, when we realize that we have fallen, as we repent and we ask for grace and forgiveness, Father, that uh, we understand that there's, there may still be consequences for our actions. And um, we're ready for whatever it is that we have coming to us because of our um, mistakes that we have made. But Father, I pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, but again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.